that's podcast gold. It's a quick, a quick update. My phone's over eating. It's not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but someone's got to hold the camera. That's the best thing I've seen in a while, actually. G'day guys and welcome to another episode of Banter Over Whiskey. Uh, we don't have the full squad with us today, but we have five out of our six. Um, the reason being that there's been a very special occasion in, in uh, the sixth member's life, uh, the birth of his first child, his daughter, a very healthy child. So we congratulate him and his family um, for the addition of, his, of a baby girl into his life. I'm uh, sure he's got a lot of sleepless nights ahead and he'll be... Uh, he'll be He'll be on the whiskey at some point in time. So, um, look, being a strip back, we don't have a guest tonight, but we are going to. There'll be a lot of banter over whiskey tonight between the boys, the core, the core guys here, the five of us anyway. Uh, so, with um, without further ado, I think we should get, skip straight into what's in our glass. We're going to shoot straight for Adrian. How are you doing, Adrian? Good, mate. Good. Good to uh, see everyone here again, and. Uh... Just wishing John all the best with uh, with what's going on with him. So that's uh, quite an achievement and quite a milestone for them. So good on that. Um, so in my glass tonight, I have the I'm, I'm revisiting again the iniquity, the uh, the fluster cluck as it's called. So part of the anomaly series. Um, just something different. I needed. Um, I've had a bit on the on the peats a little bit of late, so I just needed something a bit. Uh, well, I was going to say mellow, but this one's sitting at 49%. So, um, yeah, it's just something a bit different. And it is, uh, it, it's well worth the, uh, well worth the money if you can find it. Um, that's about it, really. I'm not really one for noses and tastes and flavors and all that sort of stuff. I just know what I like. And this one, uh, this one definitely ticks all those boxes. Have they got? Uh, when did that one come out, Adrian? Um, I'm just trying to think. I reckon at least a year ago. I've had it for a while, and I've only just recently opened. I'm pretty sure I had it on one of our earlier episodes, but I have to go back and have a look. There's been quite a few drams between that, but um, I think I've shared it with some of you as well. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it was Mick or Vic got a sample, I believe. So um, yeah, it's. I've, like I said, Brad, I've, I've had it for a while and I've only just recently opened it. So I reckon it's a good 12, probably even 18 months that it, it was released. So I remember it sitting yeah, on the okay. shelf for a long time and um, just having really, to find the right time. The reason mm-hmm. I was asking is, that, like, I don't remember one of Flurio releasing one since then, but maybe they, no, it's, maybe it's they a, have and I've just missed it. Yeah, it's not Flurio, it's Iniquity. Oh, iniquity, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's probably why you wouldn't find it on the Florio website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Keep looking, bro. Keep looking. Um, no, I mean I haven't I haven't seen anything from Iniquity for a while. Sorry. You're right. There did something that came out from the Whiskey Club well, a couple of years back now. That was the first time I tried it. And then um, I saw this one come out and had to grab it. And I'm I'm really glad that I did. Yeah, right. Hmm. I think, Adrian, you might have sent me a sample of that uh, Fluster Cluck. I reckon, um, yeah, I liked it. It's really, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. I did send it to a couple, but I can't remember. I liked but, it. Um, 
Yeah, it wasn't the barrel didn't overpower it, anything like that. So no, yeah, no, I think it was it was a uh, really nice spirit. For, um, for an and anomaly, oh god, I can never say it. anomaly. It's uh, it's it's Be pretty careful. good juice. So yeah, exactly right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, well, I might uh, I'll throw this over to you then, Wes. Seeing that we're having a chat, we'll just see what's in your glass, mate, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Cool. Um, yeah, something interesting tonight. Um, oh man, I always seem to. I'll be the one me and Vic probably always seem to felt like a bit of a bourbon today. Um, I am drinking a glass of Baker's Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, single barrel, 107 proof, um, minimum seven years age. This is a really cool whiskey. Um, I like it. If you like your bourbons, um, this really dives deep into the barrel. Um, and the, the flavors are so intense. But what the really cool part about this whiskey was you could actually be in a single barrel. Bear with me here. You, the barrel, uh, the bottle actually comes with a serial number and a warehouse number. So you can actually put that number in on their website and it goes through this little interactive screen and it scrolls, scrolls through and it says tracking your barrel over the past few years the barrel has been on quite the journey while aged we use radio frequency identification data to keep track of it um so you then you scroll through tells you where the uh barrel was aged goes and shows you which warehouse it was in yeah, so the space. barrel mm, that's it so the barrel um this barrel was aged in floor six on rack 16 of warehouse cl5 which i think is pretty cool um, so you can actually scroll through and see where that barrel is sitting. So it's actually sitting up pretty high, one from the roof and off to the side. So that's the cool part of I like about single barrel anything is um, it's not a blended to taste um, the way it, every other bottle tastes. It's something unique. And um, when you get into the science behind how these um, barrel houses are designed and the different flavors on different floors, um, a lot of the bigger distilleries under different um, bottlings, they will be selecting a certain bottling from a different floor um, under under the brands. So um, we'll scroll along. My barrel was filled in February 2012, um, and we keep going, and it meets the Kentucky weather. So it actually goes through and tells you the hottest day your barrel endured was 103 degrees Fahrenheit and 90% humidity, which is pretty up there. I'd think that humidity up the top of that uh, barrel house would have been there and that hottest temperature was around 2016 actually keep going through here and the coldest day your barrel experience was minus two degrees fahrenheit and five percent humidity so to me that's really cool because you know i'm not just getting a bottle of single barrel um i'm learning a bit of a story about it the barrel's dump date was 2019 and it says it's an aquarius aquarian Aquarius. I'm not into my star signs, but that's what it is. And it also gives the barrel a star sign. So, yeah, which is different. And the bottle is seven years and eight months old. And a little bit of tasting notes on the barrel. Charred oak, leaning towards charred oak. I really picked up the apple in this as well, which is on the tasting notes. Um, oak, really dive deep into that oak barrel if you know your, your bourbons and, and stuff that's really moved into the wood and i'd say this being at the top of the uh top of the barrel house that's really dived into that wood and um yeah it, it's a really cool whiskey i like it sort of fits in with my style like those those fruity notes that um yeah definitely that that green apple um 
on the nose, you can sort of smell the rye as that breeze coming out in it, very fruity, um, a rye nose. But, yeah, on the palate, just big, deep, rich flavours, um, yeah, that I, I, I go for. So, look, something really cool. You know, it's, um, yeah, I, I like to see that. You know, I actually didn't know. I drank half the bottle before I realised I could do that. So, um, yeah, that's cool. So, if you like your bourbon. A couple of days then. Couple of days ago, uh, I bought the bottle. <laughs> not quite. Um, Tell the truth. No, it's not not that old. I actually bought this for Christmas, so it's done pretty good. I uh, had some E.H. Taylor, had the knockover in between. So, um, yeah, it, look to me, like I said, it's a really cool story. Good to see where you you know in the look visually, you'd see where that barrel sat for seven and a half years, and you can sort of, if you know how, like I said, how these barrel houses work and barrel ages, um, barrels age. That's really cool. So, yeah, if you if you like your bourbons or you're just getting into them, and the price on these things, you know, for what you're getting for a single barrel um, whiskey, yeah, you know, under 150 bucks, I think that barrel might be 120 dollars Australian. So, yeah, pretty cool. I, I suppose, Wes, as a distiller, though, you like you read that information and you like you pro- probably process that completely differently yep. to me. You know, like. I don't know what a lot of that means to the the barrel and to the you know yep. to the whiskey inside them. So, um, yep. but it probably means a whole lot more to you. Um, yeah, is oh, that, is that what you do? Like when you bred yeah. that, have you you know the humidity yep. and stuff? You use? Yep. Yeah, right. Definitely, that barrel being at the top, obviously, hot air rises. It's going to be open. The wood's going to be the pores are going to be open. So you're going to have, like I said, it's going to have a real deep dive into that wood. Where if it's down below. Um, at a lower point, it's going to be closed. You're going to have a lot of different flavors. You're probably going to have a bit more, like, of the spirit shine through in that. If it was from a lower, lower place, the corn and the, you know the corn's probably not dominant in this, like you would get from a lot of uh, um, bourbons. Like I said, the rise there. Um, but yeah, that that's sort of what I I sort of look at. And like I said, like this is from um, obviously Baker's is is Baker's um, Beam. So, um, like I said, a lot of the barrel houses will have, they might have, just for example, the Jim Beam White comes out of the middle section of the barrel. Um, you know, the other bottlings or the other labelings under that will come off different sections of the uh, warehouse just to maintain that quality as well because you're always going to get a similar flavour out of a similar similar part of the warehouse. Um, yeah, and that's why we see on so many, um, you know, there's so many, you look at like a bourbon brand, they own five different brands they're all aged in a lot of the same warehouses but they're just from different parts of the warehouse so yeah really cool awesome who's next yeah i'll go next can i add something can i add something to wes's um i just want to add um that it's um it's good to see our new generations of uh, distillers come through and a uh, particular Jim James Distilling Beam or Jim Beam, whatever you want to call it. Um, how um, the old bottle, you're aware, where's the, that's a new bottling. It's been out for a couple of years in America, yeah. I still have uh, a shitload of the old bottlings because they were so hard to come across here in Australia that I used to buy them by the boxes, box full. So I still have a couple and um, they're almost impossible to get in the States now and a lot of people have asked me <laughs> to mail them over. 
ain't fucking doing that. <laughs> I'm drinking every single one of them. But uh, it's good to see how, how uh, the new generation come through and they're more uh, familiar with technology and whatnot. And Because um, before, you never could get the number of the barrel that came through or uh, anything like that. And you used to think sometimes, fuck, this doesn't taste as good as the last bottle. Yeah. So you'll get a shitty barrel or whatnot. Mind you, well, never shitty whiskey, never shitty bourbon, actually. I should say, well, but uh, it's great to see that. I, I like it. I'm one for numbers and transparency. It, it's got me intrigued now, Vic, because I want to go and grab a few more and see where I might snag one right at the bottom or, you know, go and, go and jag something yeah. in a different you barrel will, house. You'll find that yeah. Yeah, you'll find in Australia we'll get like a batch of, a uh, full batch of um, stuff that'll be close together. They'll they'll send them in yep. containers, especially now these yeah. days with containers being so expensive. They'll send all containers really close batches. So you might might be better off buying. Do what I do with Maker's Mark. I um I buy one bottle every Christmas and get yep. all different uh yeah get all different yeah. things. But uh, yeah, kudos to uh, Jim Beam. They're new people up there, the young generation. Sorry, Brad, I cut you off. No, nah, mate, you you go. What's in your glass? Um, okay, no worries. I'll go. I've got two two drinks in my glass. I'm doing it side by side. Uh, being um, St. Pat- Patrick's Month, I don't know when we're going to upload this. I'm not going to say when St. Patrick's Day is. Um, I've got um, the one of the most popular ever Irish whiskies to ever grace the earth, Jamison. People uh, drink it by the bottle full, I guess. I guess a bucket full, but no, I don't want to. And I've got uh, one of the most controversial Irish whiskies. I've got a Bushmills whiskey here, which is, comes by the brand of Proper 12. Um, I don't give a fuck what people say. It's a great whiskey, Proper 12. It's not, um, it's not Redbreast, by all means. It's Bushmills. It's not the shittest Bushmills I've... Uh, well, I've never tasted a shit Bushmills, to be honest. So it's not the worst Bushmills I've had. Um, it's up there with above average. A lot of people don't like it. I think they just don't like Conor McGregor. So I'll be interested to see now that he's not part of it anymore, that um, if they start liking it. And I've got Jamison, um, which probably 12 just uh, kicked Jamison's ass. Knock out. So if you don't believe me, you go out and buy a bottle of the generic Jamison bottle. You guys can't see it around, but I've got it here in front. The boys can see it. And put it side by side with a bottle of Bushmills Proper 12. And you might disagree with me, you might agree, but um, I at uh, 40% or 80 proof, so uh, American friends prefer to call it um, 40% ABV. Um, they're pretty much open flavors, but um, the proper 12 pushes through with more vanillas and a little bit more caramel, which is what I like. You know, that little more um, chocolate-like flavors and nose. It's, it's an interesting. It's yeah, an interesting. Sorry, it's an interesting thing that uh, that proper 12. If it's Bushmills, okay. So, from what I've heard, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know whether Conor McGregor knows his ear off from his arsehole when it comes to to whiskey, but. You know, you, you think about it. If you think about it, he he pushed. He all of a sudden came up with his own whiskey, which is what did you say? It's Bushmills. 
Yep. Push Mills. They sat down. They tried yep. 100 different whiskies. Conor McGregor yep. and a panel of people. Yep. And um, he told them what he liked. And they said, okay, this has got that. This has got that. And um, mm-hmm. and they came to a decision. Conor McGregor yep. didn't just go out like some of the famous stars and just yep. went and bought a tequila distillery or a vodka distillery or a bourbon distillery. Mm-hmm. He went out to and he decided from Bushmills and um, yeah, they tasted, uh, I think they, well, the word is they tasted over a hundred different uh, blends. So, okay, they so, came up with so, that. I like it. So, who who bought, who bought it up proper 12? It's, it's been, I don't know. Already. I don't know. I haven't researched it yet, but um, he has supposedly sold it or sold most part of it. And if he hasn't, so, well, it's so crazy it's not to. So it's a good way. It's a good way for um, Bushmills to make a couple of hundred million dollars in a short time, eh? Really, when you think absolutely. about it, it's a selling, absolutely. It's, it's it's a it's a little bit of selling point. Oi, Connor, put your name on this. We'll give you a hundred million of it if we sell it for five. If we sell it five hundred, we'll give you a hundred million. We take the under four hundred million. You've really done nothing. You haven't sat in the warehouse and uh, um, shit and stuff. I don't, like that. I don't put your name into it. It's a great great I don't business. Know if it works. I don't know if it works that way because he's uh, set up his own brand. So he's sourcing it. He's sourcing it out of it. It's not like um, Bushmills is selling proper 12. So he's sourcing it from them. It's like I'll go up to Wes. Wes, I'm making my own whiskey, brand of whiskey, but I'm sourcing it from you. So they they will be making money. You're saying saying that that, um, proper 12 was a – or is a uh, independent bottler that yes, only gets their stuff from Bushmills? Um, well, I wouldn't say independent bottler. I'm pretty, I don't know. Actually, I've never, I've never been – I'm intrigued now because I never did the research on it. I wonder if they bottle it at Bushmills or, or if they actually ship it out and um, bottle it at um, have their own bottling. I wouldn't. There will be too many overheads. I would just – yeah, Bushmills, bottle it for me. There's my badge. Yeah, that's label. That's interesting, actually. That's something that's to kind research. Because that's that's not even a independent bottling, is it? I suppose it is. Um, they do not give any credit to Bushmills. They, they don't. um no, they just they just call themselves um um as far as they're concerned, it's properwhiskey.com. So I don't even know what they trade as. But um, there's nothing about Bushmills. You actually have to go online and research where did Conor McGregor get his um, whiskey from, and then it tells you that um, it was from Bushmills and what over 100 people, 100 whiskeys tried and whatnot. So uh, a lot of people do not know it's Bushmills, and when I tell them, they get very surprised, and then they change their mind almost immediately. So it's one of those things that uh, <laughs> a star. I don't like the guy personally, to be honest. I like his, you know, when he fights and you know. But personally, I think he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I like, you know, but I like, I, seeing, but, him, I like seeing him seeing him get beat. Um, well, no, I don't. I know. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of him fighting because you know he's um he's like um, what can I say? He brings a lot of dynamic to the. I don't know if I'll call it sport, but um, yeah, as a fight, I was always a big fan. And um, 
Yeah, and when they released the whiskey, I've actually tried the whiskey without, you know, having anything because as a fighter, I was a fan. As a person, I couldn't, I still can't stand him. So it was 50 50. So it, for me, it was easy to make my own mind straight away. I tasted it. And um, it was overpriced in the beginning when it was released in Australia because I'm the superstars. But now it's one of the best priced whiskies um, on the shelf. I mean, 40 something dollars for a Bushmills. It's a three year old Bushmills. So it's, it needs, and it's actually a very good blend. They spend a fit a bit of time on it, you know, but people make their own mind up and just go buy a bottle. And I'll tell you what, I drink it on its own straight, but as a mixer, why? It's, it just smashes a lot of scotches and a lot of bourbons out of the park as a mixer. That, that's the yeah. case for a lot of, lot of Irish whiskies though, isn't it? You know, especially in a mixer. Um, they've just got the right, I don't know what it is. It's, um, yeah, they've just got the right pro- fly, uh, flavor profile, don't they? Um, I'd absolutely agree with that. Um, yeah, just I, one more thing. Sorry, Brad, yeah. cut you off. One more thing is um, maybe it's my palate. Uh, I forgot to mention, it's aged in um, ex-bourbon barrels. So minimum three years and they're aged in ex-bourbon barrels. So I, um, I'm a sucker for bourbon. So And anything that's aged in, in ex-bourbon barrels, even if I don't like the usual um, the usual nosing and the typical expressions, um, I always end up liking it, so I don't know if it's the char or what it is. We are going to do an Irish whiskey podcast, I think, down the track. Yeah, yeah, I we probably should have deep done dive. one for a... St. Patrick's Day, shouldn't we? Should have done anyway. one today. I think we just did an Irish whiskey podcast. Um, yeah, we just... we've got American and Irish whiskey, so we've come close. Uh, I think that uh, I think they're both good whiskeys. I think the proper twelve. I, mean, I don't get caught up in the hype of Conor Gregor who makes it and all that. Writers Tears agents just put a bottle up. Love Writers Tears. Um, I think the proper twelve probably like Vic said a little bit more complexity, a bit more grainy, a bit more yeah. Spirit, yeah, you can taste that the grain in there a bit more. I think you know yeah, still good. Two good Irish whiskeys. I'll go to a Jamison mode. Yeah, no worries. Anytime. So. I'm a, no, uh, I'm a, I was going to say, I'm a fan of the Connemara, which is their peated Irish whiskey, and um, it's a mild peat, and it's it's really nice. I, I quite enjoy that one. They've done really well with the uh, bringing that one along. Yeah, a few Jamison. Right. They've got the, a few of those past makes, which are pretty good to delve into for the price and just, yeah, have it. Yeah, I think they're pretty solid whiskies, Irish whiskies. They're not too complex. Vic, um, uh, with the proper twelve being a Bushmills, have you had the um, just the run of the mill Bushmills 10, 10 year old? Yes, I've had most of them, most Bushmills. Some of the limited editions are the ones I haven't had, but I am a big fan, as you know. <laughs> yeah. I buy them by the box, especially if the Whiskey Club released them. There's only one that I have not had, and it's the one from the Whiskey List. But, um, okay. yeah, otherwise, most of them, um, very lucky. We're very lucky in Australia that Dan Murphy's, even if they're small, small releases, they still grab them and they put them three, four, sometimes six, a little box of six bottles up on the shelves. And, uh, yeah, every time I see a new Bushmills, anywhere online or whatnot, what I'll grab it and, um, very easy drinking. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like Wes mentioned the grain. Look, 
Uh, they are very traditional, the Irish. You got to give it that. Um, and they set in their own ways. And um, I really look um, look up to them because I believe the Irish, when they, a lot of them migrated to the United States of America. Well, it wasn't the United States of America then, but uh, when they were migrated over there, they took their um, distilling skills with them. And um, look today how um, how bourbon and rye, especially rye, what um, what it has come. It's, you know, bourbon. I know a lot of families, like Beam family came from uh, Germany. Uh, but, um, yeah, most of... Um, most of them, if they didn't come from Scotland, England, they were Irish. So yeah, they were the, the pioneers. And um, well, cheers to to the Irish, eh? <laughs> cheers. Hey, Brad. Um, leave Mick to laugh, or yeah, Mick, leave Mick to laugh. Just in case we don't have enough time, hey. Um, yep. <laughs> I uh, what's in my glass? I've got a um, I've got a Spring Bay, um, which is a Tasmanian um, single malt. Um, this is the uh, this is a sherry cask um, that they released uh, back in 2020. Um, it was uh, this bottle was this sorry this release was um, distilled in 2017. Uh, cask and a single cask, cask number ninety-one. Um, but um, oh, it's a, it's a, it's an amazing, it's an amazing whiskey. It's really, it's really quite light for um, the age, you know. Like it's, it's, um, it's got a decent uh, ABV, which I th- thought I had. And now I can't find. Um, I can't find it. Oh yeah, forty six. So forty six percent. So, but it's um, it's just a a really lovely, delicate uh, whiskey, especially on the nose. So, uh, so uh, for the listeners. Brad's just got the glass up to his nose and frozen. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And he's back again. We thought you were having a really long sniff. Oh, what's that? And uh, and he's gone again. Well, we lost you. We lost you for about 20 seconds there. You you, you froze with your your glass up to your nose off there. We thought, geez, he's into that. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? And he's back. Somebody's using up all the interwebs. <laughs> Shit, now you guys have all frozen. Oh, dear. Yeah, well, no, I just, I just stopped moving on purpose, mate. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, you're frozen. <laughs> hook, in, hook in, Brad. So what's your, you what's your take you on whiskey? Yeah, so, we got you, mate. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's, um, it's, it's got a really good flavour profile, you know. Like it's, it's like I was... Oh, what I was trying to say is that that it's while it's a it's got some big flavors in there. It's not a kicky in the gut sort of thing, you know. Like it's not a, um, it's just it's just flavorsome, um, but it's not it's not those big bold flavors that you you get from those those younger casks. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's really good. 
I don't know a lot about that story, Brad. What's, what's the story behind them? Yeah, so Spring Bay, so that's that's actually the place where the distillery is. It's on the east coast of um, Tassie, um, just just outside of Exeter, I I think. Um, uh, it's a it's one of those uh, you know quintessential Australian seaside villages. You know, like not a lot there. Um, beautiful beach, bloody. Being near the seaside, is there is there one flavour that you think that may come through in their whiskey? Oh, squid. Well, uh, they <laughs> squid. Bait, bait. Kind of like being being seaside, kind of like flurry. I'm thinking there's a, that over there's that overriding taste that's in that stuff. Yeah, what would you right. say? It starts with a U. Oh, I'd die. Mm. Hey, Mick. Mick, I um I heard I heard there was um I don't know myth or legend that um Fleurio, that seaside taste when you look at the photo those kids yeah. I think that's where the seaside salty taste comes from. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I would love to get a like find a little island out in the ocean of Australia somewhere, sea swept instead of distillery out there. If anyone wants to go into business with me, um, let me know. I reckon we could create some cracking whiskies. Just Frank, Franklin Islands, mate. But there's no fresh Franklin water. There. That's, a, that's the problem. No fresh water. Well, so you might forget can, yeah. high, high island. We could imagine setting up a desalinization plant on the island, making whiskey out of that. That oh, man. What about Maclay Island? <laughs> well, yeah. Do anyone anyone's got a Might house? If, if anyone's yeah. listening. Um, I've just patented that idea, so yeah, you can't <laughs> can't start a uh, distillery <laughs> on an island. Oh, Which, there's something anyway, behind that, though. Big idea of Cockatoo Island. You're still full of bloody what was it? Leprosy? Not leprosy. What were they? Did they put all the sick people there on Cockatoo Island? More flavour. <laughs> <laughs> you might get a bit of your mummy through if you if you do that's it. That's a, that there meaty flavour. the word. Go to Island, okay. Go to Island. How about Go to Island? I heard that was for sale in Sydney. That's really? Stage, some stage. Yeah. Yeah. Warney was going to buy it, but well, anyway. Oh, is that a bit yeah. early or not? No, never. Being a goat. <laughs> the greatest of all. Yeah. Yes, he was. He was the goat. Greatest of all time. so much about Spring Bay Distillery in the last five minutes. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> with that Spring Bay, that's that's one that's one of the um, distilleries that I haven't collected yet, and um, I had a little St. Corey Meredith uh, text just out of the blue, and I said, what's that stuff like? And he rated it. I still haven't gotten here yet, but I, I'd, I'd like to. I think yeah, that's um, that, out pretty, is pretty that similar to Funny Bay? Brad, Brad, have you had Funny Bay? I have, but... No, is it similar? 
Well, I, I guess, but um, I mean, they're 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 a different part of Tassie, right? They're, yes, they're right yes, up so, the, right yeah. up the north, um, on right yeah, on Bass Strait, basically. So, so, so the Tassie. sea the sea profile, like iodine or anything like that, they yeah. do they share any of that? No, no, <clears throat> no. There's none of that. Although they do say that um, they get a like a sea mist off the off the bloody off the beach and all that sort of stuff and it and that impacts on their casts. I, I don't get that I don't get that in the whiskey. Um it's a beautiful spot where they are. Um but um yeah I, I don't get that on the flavor profile. It's um mm, I wonder I wonder if they mean like with the sea mist that keeps the barrels moist on the outside. What do you think? What do you think, Wes, as a distiller? I mean Tazi's not renowned for their hot weather. But uh, no, keeping fine. the barrels even cool oh. all year round, you could actually be. I don't. I don't think that you, you know. Like I think Flurio is right on the ocean, mm. isn't right there. So that's, that's I don't I think suggest, you know if you've got a. I'm not. This is if you're in Tassie on the coast and your shed's in an industrial estate, you're not going to get sea sweat flavors. I think you've got to be close to the ocean. You're like you know, look at where some of the Scottish oh, distilleries well, are. Yeah, I don't know how is, close they this are. Is like. Yeah, it's like five hundred meters. It's it's oh, really? literally yeah, it's it's right on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. So you you should but yeah, it depends as well though, Vic on the climate that through there, there's different parts of that have you know, they might have a southern influence off Antarctica exactly, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, might not and have any the, influence. Thing, like that's the difference between um Spring Bay and Fenny Bay, you know, like um Fenny Bay's probably copping a, a fair fair amount of weather off off Bass Strait, whereas Spring Bay, if you look at Spring Bay on the map, it's a, it's a, it's literally a, a quite a large bay, um, but yep, it's still kind of Sheltered. protected a little bit. Yeah, so yep. you know you may not get the the massive influence, but you, yep. I suppose you get something. Um, yeah, and you're right, Vic. You know, like it might just, it might that that might be where the the delicacy that I was talking about comes from. You know, like it's it's a subtle. Um, flavor profile that it, it's not it's not a kick you in the gut sort of thing. So um, um, the, the the one thing I'll say is that it's um, you know you can get a you can get a whiskey and as it it goes through your palate and you know through to the finish it it um it can change and it can um you know not become it's something various, you don't like various layers it, of it, complex complexity exactly yeah um this is this is quite consistent um. It just it just fades away, and it's a decent finish, um, but it just fades away, and it's quite consistent right through the pellet. So, um, it's yeah, it's like I say, it's a lovely dram. I enjoy it. Oh, well, do you know old? Oh, old? Did they have age statement? Uh, no, like I said, it was it was um, distilled in 2017. It doesn't actually have a proper age statement, but um, it was bottled in 2020 sometime. So. You know, oh, three years. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's about so three years. Yeah. yeah, he would have taken a bit longer to age than uh, Florio, that's for sure. Mm. Being so cold I, down there, I've actually met. I, I bought this from the distillery door, um, and I met um, Cam, and I met Susie at a at a, a function down there as well. Um, lovely, lovely <laughs> people. Really, really oh. nice. So you know, um, I, I've. 
I've I've actually spoken to Cam since then as well, and he's yeah, very helpful. Um, just to, it's it, it's funny, you know, like just your regular everyday um, small distillers um, in Australia, you know, like they're happy to happy to talk to people and um, get you involved. So love it. Anyway, we got one left, Mick. What are you drinking, mate? Well, sorry, guys. Well, I'm going to get fucking eating. What are you fucking I'm eating, your mummy? Peas. He's eating frozen peas. <laughs> frozen yeah, peas. Just an update. Yeah. A, quick, a quick update. My phone's over eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best uh, thing I've seen in a while, actually. That's podcast gold. So, <laughs> um, we're going to start a. Yeah, we need some sponsors so we can chip in. I might have an old iPhone 8 line around here we can send him or something. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so um, tonight I looked in the cupboard and um, actually we didn't really talk about news with us, with each of us. My news is that um, I had a uh, – after the episode with Nick, Nico from AUS, uh, his – the first Blackgate I've ever had turned up, and it was an AWAS Blackgate. Mm. So 65.8 petered, so, you know, it's not a light whiskey. Um, so, you know, I'll, I will leave that for another time. I think I've, got, I've probably got to be in the right frame of mind to, to drink one of those things. So I reached in the cupboard there right. tonight, and uh, I got hey, – um, Do you mind me buttoning in here? Yeah. I, I actually missed out on that podcast with Nico. Yeah, but – uh, I heard he had a few things under his desk. Like, how quick did you get onto him and get that bottle delivered to your place? Like, two days later, it took a week and a half or something like that. <laughs> Where did, oh, can you have a closer look under your desk at your secret? No, desk? no, no. That was, that was, I don't know. That was. That was the uh, the the particular batches that I was talking about. I said, hey, mm. how about you just reach under the. Uh, he knew what I was talking about straight away, Nico. He's sharp, <laughs> he's sharp as they come. Oh, yeah. in. He'll be on. He'll be on to you. Obviously, obviously, he's got uh, a few bottles lying around, and, and good on him. You know, he's got to keep for him, some for himself and keep keep them for uh, for the AWA, I guess. Uh, like he said, mm. I was amazed that he said all that stuff comes from his personal collection. Like, wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting back onto what I'm drinking, I went straight in for the Cavalans. I don't know why tonight I just felt like it, so I've just finished the, the uh, first one of the VB, the Vino Barrique, mm-hmm. and um, the port cast has been sitting here open. And I'll tell you what, um, Wes, I've been going from glass to glass sniffing it, and um, after the VB, I go on to the port cast. And I, I just, I just think of your rum, mate. For some reason, yep. there's so much vanilla in it. And mm-hmm. I remember opening your rum and think, smelling it and going, "That's nice." But I went back a week later to it, and it was so much vanilla. It had changed so much. It was just vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. And that's what I'm getting actually with the port. But the thing that gets me is the person who's the person who's just left the podcast here, Vic. 
is his tasting notes are spot on. You get I get vanilla and green banana with the port. Like you go, well, how does he smell that? You know, because my my nose isn't that attuned to it, but you know, it, Vic's certainly is. Um, he's onto it, and that's what I'm getting with this. Um, yeah, Cavalier, you know, love it, love the stuff, and there isn't a hell of a lot more in my port bottle. Unfortunately, I might have to get another one. Are they, that uh, is that the is that the two bottles that we had at the um, in episode one? Yeah, correct. I'm surprised they lasted that long. Yeah, I mean, especially you know. the port one. Like, yeah, the port's nice, and you know what? I can't. I, 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 I don't. I don't. I got them from a um, uh, an on well, someone down in. I'll just say, look, I got them from the whiskey company, and that's where I've got all my Cavalans from. And he hasn't had the port in stock for a while, so I don't know what's going on there. Got the VBs and all that sort of stuff, but um, so that uh, bottle of Cavalan, Mick, it's that's had some good breathing time. She's uh, yeah, it has, pretty good. It has, well, both them. There's, it there's really good. The, the port. There's about like about an inch left in the in in the bottle, so it's almost done. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I thought the Vino Barrique was good, and you guys didn't. You guys, your opinions all differed, and you said the port. And after tasting those back to back, it is the port. The port, you know. And I should just stick to my roots. I know port. I like yep. it. I should, yep. <laughs> and it's true. It's better um, for me. Um, for you guys. Yeah, but that's that's what's in my glass. Um, I am expecting the AWAS over in to turn up probably next week as well too, so that'll be something to look forward to. Uh, yeah. And apart from that, I'm looking forward to Sunday. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. I yeah, think yeah. Uh, I, I got a up feeling hill, that the, the, um, the Overeems, the AWAS Overeems were being dispatched today. I've got a feeling yeah, he said the 16th, so, um, yeah, nice yeah. one. That, that was the one, Brad, you tried at the, the awards that you yeah, discussed with. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Kind of good. It was probably the best one. Well, no, I won't say that. It was, prob- it was probably close to the best one of the night. Um, I, sorry, I'll have to say it. The, um, um, the table I was sitting at was with um, the old barrel house. And um, they actually had a, a uh, bottle on the table um, that was pretty special. So um, wow, and, yeah. nice yeah. one! But the, the AWAS absolutely was was amazing. The old barrel house had what? What did they have on the table? They had a they had a special bottling. Um, I can't actually remember what it was. <laughs> Sorry, conveniently, um, hey. But it was, no, it, was, yeah, it, nice was it, it was really good. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it was a cool podcast to listen to back and I think yeah that like uh, looking at Nico how some people like that are just invested into supporting the industry whether it's for, it's for his you know independent bottlings his AWS bottlings just crazy good what he's doing and time energy invested into those awards just doing all that himself like yeah, and, and and I'm probably I didn't know anything about the awards. Like I'd seen them, with, you know, they're probably just starting to take off a little bit now. And I'd sort of seen them on social media. Didn't really pay much attention till I actually listened to that podcast. Yeah, what a legend. Yeah, man, he's a he's a bit of he's uh, he's certainly an underachiever. I don't know how he goes about underachieving so much. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if he um, put his heart into it, you know. 
perfection. What's that? <laughs> if he put his heart into it, he can do so yeah. much more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, mate, he's uh, great. Oh, yeah, I mean, imagine the stress leading up into into oh. those events and stuff like oh, that. Because, like he says, he's, he's, he's put, he keeps himself to a high standard. I mean, he wants to better himself every every year, and by all accounts, he has. Um, yep. Yeah, man. There were some sleepless nights there, eh? The logistics of it all is just wow. I just Thanks. we just got to get that podcast nomination in there, guys. I don't know how that's going to happen. But, we love um, you, Nico. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't get to number 28 on the Australian Apple Food podcast charts just by sitting there talking shit. You know. Apparently you do. Well, apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening in the world of whiskey? What's who's looking to what this year? I know Mick, you've uh, you're uh, you've told us what you got coming. Actually, I think there's a backwards rye red gun coming out. I want to try and nail. I think that's oh, going to yeah, be coming soon. That sounds really. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, we remember. Remember, I yep. gave you. Remember, well, no, you mean that must be the batch two of that. But remember, I gave you the other bottle that I had. That was the red, red gun. Was it yeah, the well, rye or the, or the single malt? I had I had, uh, I had two bottles of the single malt and one of the of the rye. I you think. didn't like the red gum, is it? Which is the I one you didn't I like? Didn't, I'm not. Uh, uh, to be honest, uh, the rye is. Yeah, I, I've still got to get a hit in my head around rye. I think. Um, yeah, you do. So those the samples that I've sent out to you guys, I've sent you yep. the 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 rye, but just not the red gum, the rye batch one. I've sent you the batch five. Sorry, Brad, you've got a bottle of that, I know. And I've sent you the um, what was the other one? Which actually, okay. which appara, which batch five is it? Which apparel? What do you mean? It's yeah, just the it just batch five apparel. Apparel. Yeah, they had two. They had the car strength and. Uh, oh, oh, no, okay. it's just yeah, it's just the normal. It's just the normal strength, mate. Um, so uh, that's that's what it is. I've sent you the red gum single malt. I've sent you the rye batch one. Yeah, and uh, the batch five apparel. Okay, and so, so all, he's, all he's getting a mystery whiskey as well. Oh yeah. So there'll be four. There'll be four things. And so, you know, I can tell you, I can tell you that two of them really are mysteries because I, I, I can't remember what I put in them. So <laughs> there we go. Hey, there you go. They're all different, right? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all they're all different. They're all different. I swear to God, I looked at them and went, "They're different colours," and I thought, "Oh, maybe it's just the light." But it's I, I, I swear to God, a, I looked at them and went, oh, that's a different color to that one and that one and that one. <laughs> What's that in the, the mystery video? Ones, so, yeah, in the video. The, yeah. the, mystery ones, the mystery ones are certainly certainly different. Yeah, yeah, they're all yeah, different. Okay. Yeah, wow. Three of them are from a certain certain person. Mm-hmm. The other two, I can't remember what they were, to be honest. 
Hang on. I, hang on. I, 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 are they samples that you've received and you don't know what they... <laughs> no, no, no. Look, <laughs> back last, last Saturday, I got pretty hammered. And I woke up on Sunday and old mate was here and I said, Oi, I'll give you some samples. I'll give you some samples to take with you. So I gave him three samples. Two of those, I can't really for the life of me remember what they were. I know what one of them was. <laughs> and always one of those, a, and one of those samples, the one that I knew has got another two brothers that go with him that I just poured before. So, you know, I don't know. You you might work it out. Yeah, okay. It's going to be an interesting tasting. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, there's two that are going to – there's two guys That's amongst us that might be a little bit depressed. How about how about what I say it? how about I say it here? You want you might want to edit this out. Three of those are highwaymen. Two of them I don't really know what they are. I can't remember if they're Callingtons or Overeems or anything. So you guys will get the you guys will get the, <laughs> the, the highwaymen. Are these the samples you sent out for the backwards tasting we're going to do? So no, we've no, some of the guys. I know. We may, I'll give you. I'll give you on Sunday. I'll bring up the three backwards samples. Yeah, and a highway. Well, you don't have to. No, no, no. Okay, I won't. I'll um, drink them. Just drink them. Um, drink what I was going to say, um, you didn't send me a couple of samples of my own, probably. So <laughs> do that. <laughs> Try this stuff, man. Yeah, That's bloody crap. <laughs> so I'll go back to it. Make, make, put it in your calendar. Um, yeah. Backwards rye red gum cask, April. Okay. So you might want to not jump on there. I've seen actually. I was looking at on the. Um, if everyone here should be signed up to Oz Whiskey Review. Yeah. If you're not, jump on. It's the best three bucks a month you're ever going to spend. Yeah, I saw that um, yesterday or something, yeah. There's a really cool – I only just seen on there. Uh, it was actually interesting. Mm-hmm. Bill and Lynn Lark sitting there having a chat in front of their older still, and it, it was on um, – it's worth having a look. I'll send you the video. It's on YouTube. went for about half an hour. It was really great um, talking oh, okay. about it – was, it was trying his new 30th – there was the oh, yeah. 30th anniversary whiskey. That's yep. come out mm-hmm. through. Is it the Whiskey Club? Yep. Um, yes, yes, the Whiskey Club. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. adding. And yeah. it's actually really cool to see just him and his wife there talk about whiskey, their journey, everything. For yeah, I'll, I'll send a link around if you haven't looked at it. It's on on YouTube. Very interesting. Um, yeah, I've seen, interesting I, I story. Think I've seen. I think I've seen a portion of that. That mm. that discussion. Yeah, really cool. I got that. In Did anybody else get that bottle? What's that? No. Did any the thirtieth? I got that. I, I yeah, okay. Not sure why, but I did. It, it, it had a cool label. It had like yeah, like a cartoon of him and his wife on it. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Okay. Was it a, a high demand sort of one or? No, I don't. I don't know. Don't think so. It doesn't look like why it. They, no. Why? Why would they put that in, in as an ad in the? You know, why wouldn't it be front center? You know what I mean? Because they can they can get premium price for it. That's why uh, uh, they didn't have. They didn't I would have suggest models. that Lark get a premium. Oh, really? For everything that they put out. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah it's still know. good. Oh, no, I'm I'm torn on it. I love. I like. I think it's all good stuff. You know, still good. Tasty whiskey. You, you just got to remember how many people um, get whiskey club every month. Yeah, that's right. Oh, how many? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? We don't like it. Someone will buy it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So so speaking of that, I, did, I, I, uh, I opted out of this month's, that old Pulteney. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I got it. I got it sitting there. I haven't opened it yet. But, uh, yeah, same. 
Cash, I've got, I've got, got, got a run. Bottle. I've got I'll that problem in. with the last five whiskey club bottles that I've got to sitting there unopened. <laughs> That's why oh, really? I don't join it. I just I'd forget every month opt out and mm. get a heap of whiskey I don't want. Yeah. So this I think this is the first time I've opted out. So yeah. wow. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. For me, when I go go into the um, bottle shop down the road, which is just a um, a Coles run one, you can figure it out what it is. Um, and I see things like Old Pulteney and what is it, Glen Murray. I just have no desire to buy those whiskies when I see them sitting down the road in the bottle shop. I don't know. Mm. They 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 they're not special to me in any way. They don't feel special. I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe me, that's me. But, um, I'm set. Am I a whiskey snob? Uh, probably not. No. I don't think I am. I'm not old enough. I'm not. I'm not experienced enough to be a whiskey snob. So yeah, that's just the way I feel about those. So like you're saying you pull out. You pull out of the whiskey, well, so when they're an add-on or there's something you don't want and you see them at the bottle shop, you're saying, well, it's nothing special. Well, you well, don't really see them at the bottle shop. No, you don't. It's sort of you see them at the bottle shop months later, if you do. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are specially made just for the whiskey club. Look, I'm going to put my whiskey yeah. club hat on. I've been a member for oh, five, six years, maybe a bit mm. longer. Um, yeah. Big fan of what they do purely because of the, the stuff that they offer it's not something that I would normally go for. Like some, of, they've introduced me to new brands and to new um, variants of brands that I know as well. And for purely for that reason, that's why I'm still there. And look, like Mick just said, I don't get it every month because there are stuff that I look at and I go, oh yeah, okay, that's not for me. But um, the add-ins are well worth it as well. Um, again, I'm not getting paid by Birdie or Nigel or anybody in the in the club, but um, I just think what they offer is is just really good value for money, and also, look, there has been—I'll be the first to say it—there has been some stinkers. Don't get me wrong, but um, you live and learn, and that—that's all about whiskey. You're not going to like every single one you buy. You're not going to like every single one you taste. So, just give it a go, and that way you you do know what you do like, and you can just grow from there. And that's how I started my whiskey journey with those guys. Uh, well, along with some Highland Park 21, but that's another story yeah. altogether. But um, yeah, and I'm a, I just like what they do and what they sort of how they go about it. So yeah, big fan. Yeah, and that's, I, that's, that's good. I, I agree. You know, like I, I feel like they, you know, much like you, Adrian. You know, like I think you got me onto the early on because I've been with them since like 2016 or something so um you know like um i don't get every month um i never have um but you know that you know that the what the price of the um the monthly whiskey is going to be and you can look at it and say you know what that that interests me um it doesn't have to be something that you know is going to taste really good it just has to be something for mine just has to be it's just has to be something different um you know, I've I've let a couple go that I I've regretted letting go. Um, I've got a couple that I've regretted getting. So you know, it it, it it's just about learning about whiskey, and like so, I I can remember. Um, and one of the 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 worst things about the whiskey club is that when they when I first joined, I'm not sure how old they were then. I don't know. Uh, how long mm. when they started but 
they they only had a very small group of people that were following them. So yep. some of the whiskies that they were bringing out were for that for that um, monthly price mm. were incredible whiskies. Oh, 100 percent. The the Belveni Belveni single barrels and stuff that back in the well, yep. I like to say back in the early days and like. That um that Ben React that we had Brad when we were up at uh, Dad's oh, yeah. place and with the red label that thing was just yep. salted caramel and you, I've never seen it again since and um you you ring up or you get in contact with them maybe not ring up and you go oh, have you got any of this and they just laugh at you and go yeah no no that that yeah. doesn't exist anymore but um yeah there were back in the early days some absolute crackers and was they, they still are so yeah there is some good ones absolutely. And, was yeah. it, wasn't last month's a Ben Riak? Um, before I think I've got a Ben Riak. Yeah. <laughs> See that? Uh, I think yeah. it might have been. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got the smoky, smoky twelve year old or something. I think it was called. Is it any good? Yeah, man. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, no, I haven't yeah. opened it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, look, well, being, Mitch, being you may not, you may not be a big, big fan, mm. but it's um, it's a well, cracker. we had that. We had Ben React. Remember, we at mm. uh, Death and Taxes, we had the Ben React with uh, Manu, and that yeah, was exactly. Cool. That was amazing, right? This these are pretty pretty bloody good. In fact, yeah. I I took this I took that one to um, Manu's place um, yeah. this year, yeah. and um, and um, at the end of the night, we were drinking bloody all sorts of bloody stuff. And at the end of the night, he said, "Did you bring that? Because I've got to try that." I haven't tried that yet. He was keen, yeah. Yeah. so um, and he enjoyed it. So yeah, if you if you haven't cracked it and you're keen, you sh- you should. Okay, it's really yeah, good. Cool. There was the Ben Re- Ben Re- that night that we were when Manu um, came to Death in Texas. We had that Ben React. We had a Jura, and we had something else. I can't remember what it was, but I think it was the Ben React that stood stood out for me. I think we I had thought. three Ben Reacts, didn't we? Uh, no. Yeah, that sounds. I right. think we did. We had three of <laughs> each. We had three of everything. Mm. Well, the Jura. I don't know. Jura's very hit and miss as well. There was a Jura in the whiskey club. I remember it was a December release, probably four years yeah. ago. And um, I've still yeah. got it. Yeah, there My you go. <laughs> and it's things like that that put me off Jura altogether. So yeah, um, I, 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 that's. That's a good point, you know. Like if you mm. if you got one that you weren't, um, that the, the way on. the whiskey club works, if you got one that you weren't totally keen on, like you say, mm. um, yep. that might have turned you off a little bit. But you know, like I, I, I've had a Jura since then. You know, like that one that yep. night was was pretty good. Yeah, so, it's know. certainly mm-hmm. it's certainly not a brand that I'm drawn to. I don't know why though. You, you know what I mean? I just yeah, yeah. And look, there's the same for a, a Tasmanian distillery, which you can find at Uncle Dan's. And um, yeah, we all know the name for that one. If you don't want to, if we all want to go down that road, um, yeah, it's very, yeah, very polarizing. There are some good ones, there are some bad. But yeah, with the whiskey club, mm, yeah, okay. I haven't had haven't had much luck. I think down I know that road. But again, that, and that 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 just shows. Uh, sorry, Wes, but that know. that just shows the whole try one, and, and it, it sort of taints the whole distillery. So yeah, that was the standout that night, mate. Oh, absolutely, it was. Yeah, that, that's that's one of my favourite distilleries. All ben, ben React was nice, but this was the one that really surprised mm-hmm. me. Have you tried yeah. them before? 
What's that? No. I can't see anything. It's a Kalila. $28 a nip or 87 uh, $28. <laughs> $28. <laughs> 20, 25-year-old. 25 and I have got on got online and yeah. looked for this. Yeah. Uh, I, um, and I've since texted Manu and I said, hey, three ninety nine is that a good price? And he said yes. So uh, I've um I'm a big fan of Kalilla because they're being the Yeah, I know, I know you are. I have got some uh Scotch Mole Whiskey Society Kalillas here at home here still. So happy to share them because they are, you know, single barrel, car strength, absolutely blow your hair off type thing. So mm. um yeah, I'm happy to well what I might do, I'll, I'll send out some samples for them. And um, yeah, get that down a bit. Adrian, for, what's that um, one that what's that one that you bought me? That was that a Kalua? Fisherman's Garden? Yeah. Yeah, that's a Highland Park, I believe. That would have Highland been a Park. forty Oh wow. A forty two, I think, is Highland 40, Park. Forty one, I think it might be. Forty one. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember the exact numbers, so yeah. Oh forty two yeah. is Tobermore. So yeah, Kalilla as well. What do you I can't see a Mick with your green screen? Yeah, Put it in front right. of your face, mate. Thank you. Yeah. Go yeah, on, better. We can't see your face now. Yeah. <laughs> Three <laughs> bottles. Yeah. Ben Rio, 2007, 2008, and 1997, though we had them in Manu. They were exceptional, too. I think we had the 2007. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm off to a um, just sort of – Toot my own trumpet here, off into uh, Newcastle for the night on Friday night. I'm going to go hit one of the um, whiskey bars here by the name of Cole and Cedar. So I've been there once for four years ago for a Belveni tasting. So a speakeasy bar, you know, hidden away, all that sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, looking forward to going to that. Probably go to Babylon as well, which is another big whiskey bar here in Newcastle, cocktails and that sort of stuff. So I shall let you guys know next week how that all went. Um, hopefully it goes well. But, awesome. um yeah, just a night out, kid-free sort of night that we both need. And, um, yeah, so that that should be good. And, look, the, the coal and cedar is just, from what I remember, top-notch place. That's where I met Ross uh, Blaney. Blaney. Yeah, Ross Blaney, yeah, from the, the Belvenny Ambassador. And he was doing a Belvenny tasting there. Um, but, yeah, it's been a while since I've been there. But, yeah, looking forward to a night out and just chilling and, yeah, just sleeping Somewhere else in another room, and someone else has to worry about. Yes. <laughs> um, sounds good, Adrian. Wish I could mm. be there. Well, well kind of. Maybe next door. If not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to hold the camera. Are you recording a podcast without us? <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I reckon something, something that's going to be something. exciting. Adrian, we'll be thinking of you. Um, I won't be maybe. thinking of you, mate. I'm so where's, of you. where's what's happening that you're looking forward to? <laughs> <laughs> mate, I don't know. I'm um a few Aussie whiskey. I'm looking forward to getting that. Yeah, if I can get a bottle of red gum. What am I looking for? I've been playing around a bit of blending at the moment. A few different oh, wow. barrels together. Yeah, which cool. is nothing I've done before. So, oh, 
very interesting. Something different indeed, yeah. It's obviously looking yeah. Like, yeah. Well, of make, sure you, make sure you keep your tasting panel in, in mind when you... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for a bit of cooler weather. It's been hot as, man, when you taste barrels this time of year. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, open and big, so a little bit of cooler weather, see what flavours get pushed out of the wood. Um, also, I see the um, I see the weather broke up there, Wes. Did you, you're saying you had some really hot days and now you've got a bit oh, of rain or something. What's going on there? Beautiful, mate. Beautiful. It's been good. It's hot. It was hot as hell. When I was down in Brisbane last week, I got off the plane. It was 36 in Cairns. Ugh. In your face, Mick, wasn't it? Oh. It never it never gets oh, so hot yeah. in Cairns. It never used to. Oh, it was there, but yeah. Yeah. In your face. And now this week, it's been beautiful. Had like, yeah, a couple of days, 22, 23, bit of drizzle, cool night. So, nice. Yeah, playing around with that. We've got a few events coming up, busy year. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, all it's happened. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, we got a big uh, event. Got me coming another, up the hill for an event on Sunday. Yeah, we're doing a. Uh, another, another gin. We got a, it's not, when it's a whiskey podcast, we got a really cool event we're doing. It's a tiki themed lunch and slow cooked meats, brisk beef brisket, that mm. sort of stuff. Yeah, really cool stuff paired with some awesome drinks. So, yeah, that's really cool. I want to do something like whiskey themed when winter comes around. So, up here. Yeah. I'm going to wait till I've got some whiskey to sell, but we might get a few different Aussie whiskies to get involved as well. So, do like a, whiskey tasting food pairing event which yeah i reckon mm-hmm. it'd be pretty cool if we could pair the food right with that so that, that might even be worth me coming up there for i reckon definitely mate i think adrian you're gonna be up in april anyway it would be a bit early but yeah yeah 100%. You know, uh, always come always come back mate it's not hard uh, bring your ugly cousin many times <laughs> which one i don't, I don't think you drink <laughs> that one <laughs> They, they all live up here, don't they? <laughs> they already <laughs> live in Sydney. There's one in Tasmania. <laughs> um, yeah, so Actually, no, I don't he, know. He, he would be good to have at a, at a whiskey tasting event. Yeah. Oh, yeah I, he's loose, loose as can be. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the other cousin we don't talk about. Oh, really? really? Goes by the name and nickname Chopper. So yeah, say no more. He who shall not who he 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 who shall rena- remain nameless. That one. Yeah, yeah. You when you meet him, you'll never forget him. He's very unforgettable. Heart of gold. One of the best people I know. But yeah, Absolutely. just uh, wild as uh, wild as folk, as people say. <laughs> Be in St Patrick's Day tomorrow. I'd just sort of throw in the Irish accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, are you getting smashed tomorrow, Adrian? Hundred percent. I got tomorrow off. Oh, well. He's got the writer's tears out. Oh, man, that's good stuff. Is that? Is that uh, I mean, for the people but listening, they mm-hmm. can, the the three people listening, they can't see that. Is that a, is that just straight out of a damn Murphy's or is that a special? Hundred percent. No, out of damn Murphy's. Mate, we were there the other day, and I thought I need something for St. Patrick's. It's the copper yep. pot. I don't think I've actually tried this one, Wes. So to be honest, they did have the slain there, which. You gave me a sample from yeah, Rider, which is really good, man. Yeah, Slane's so, good for the age. Yeah, but I think Rider's Tears Rider's for me. Yeah, if you haven't tried a mix, bloody good. Like it's yeah, it, it's solid. Well, eh? It, the last time I was in Dan's, I sort of just looked at it and I went, "What is it? Thank you. Um, seventy-five bucks a bottle. That's yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's about seventy bucks a bottle. Yeah, seventy-five. 
a few different expressions of it. Was there only one there? Yeah, Adrian, or was it? yeah this was the only one there. They did have the Connemara, and I was so tempted to grab it. I know I mentioned it earlier, but, um, yeah, Kath, she's not a fan of the peated stuff yet, which I'm, we're working towards slowly but surely. But um, a nice double oak. Yeah, it, they got yeah. some good. Yeah, it, it's good. It's, like, bigger than the other Irish whiskies you're going to get. Just, yeah, flavour yeah. bombs. So yeah. enjoy, it's, it's mate. Hyde. Hyde is another whiskey, uh, Irish whiskey. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I heard you talking about the proper 12 earlier. Look, I'm a fan. I did try it um, for what it is and the price point. It's um, it's not bad. Yeah. So simple as that. And I did hear that they were trying to change the name purely because it's got the 12 on it. It's not a year yep. statement. So it, apparently it's from where he lives or it's like the like a postcode or an area or something like that. So, um, yeah, that's, right. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, not doing that everywhere. You know, people are calling themselves – so-and-so rum distillery and selling rum that's not aged properly, it's just a loophole, you know. Like if you see, yeah. you buy a bottle of rum and it says, you know, Mick Ed, Mick 73 Mick rum distillery, mm. buy it, you're thinking to think it's rum, aren't you? If it yeah. looks like rum. So it's yeah. A, yeah. that's what a lot of them are doing. They go a proper 12, you're thinking, most people think, oh, that's a 12-year-old whiskey. Yeah. I don't know if that's out of intent. But mm, it might have been, yeah, it might have. Well, probably a bit of both, I'd say, to, to be honest. So, yeah. But yeah, good, good. If you're looking for Irish whiskey, right? It's tears, yeah, go for it. We'll yeah. grab a bottle of meat. Yeah, day. good stuff. Might get someone, Adrian's up. What, a, what about that? Mind. What about that uh, whiskey club, Bushmill? Should I open that or am I going to sell that for a billion dollars? The, and what, the masala cask or was this the second one? The second one. Yeah, no, nah, keep it. Let's see what happens. Oh, I don't know. That, that was just a really – that was like lightning in a bottle, that first one, and it was just the way it happened. And everyone went all, – all of a sudden, everyone goes, oh, this thing's worth stupid amounts of money. And I've, I'd already cracked mine, and yeah, it didn't last long. But, um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know, Mick, but whether you just sort of watch the auction sites and just see what's about. But, um, yeah, whether it'll happen it again, go. I don't know. No, it didn't go as big as the other one. Yeah, the other okay. one happened really quickly, right? Um, but this mm-hmm. one has, like, they've. I think they, uh, the whiskey club advertised that there's one been sold for like three hundred euro or something like that, um, and it was only only cost one hundred and thirty five dollars, right? So, what what was the uh, age statement on it? Uh, it I, I, can't, I can't remember. No, it was. Um, I think the, the 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 year on the bottle is 2011. So, um, oh, okay, and, yeah. it, and it was only it was only last year. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, so, it must be the limited release or so something about the cask. Or... Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a Causeway Causeway series. Yeah, okay. They're both they're both the Causeway series, and and the the original one was a 2006. What, wait, uh, 2006. Distillery, yep, distilling. Um, but it's um, it was the last in a series of six at at the time. Um, and the other five had been released in you know in Ireland and and in the UK. And then the the sixth one was uh, exclusive to the whiskey club in Australia. Ah. Like it was it was insane, absolutely wow. insane. 
So everybody in Ireland were, were contacting people over here and offering them stupid amounts of money for their for their bottles, apparently. There you go. You buy one for $800, Australian dollars, yeah. Bushmill, 2006. Because I remember seeing, I'm sure you, that before this went crazy, you could there was a Bushmill bottle of 2006 behind the bars in places. Was there or is this just a... It's just that no, causeway no, bottle and that's the differentiator. This, this happened really, really quickly. Yeah, okay. They, they, they got a release and... and causeway and, bottling. Um, I know, I know. for example, um, I'm pretty sure that John, he he, he basically got his bottle and, and within a month he had sold it to somebody in yeah. Ireland. So, so you could buy it now. 800 bucks. But, 600, so 1,600 euros, actually. 1,600 euros. Wow. Wesley, you want to come down on the 27th of March, mate, for this International Whiskey Day? Uh, Don't know. That's today, (laughs) isn't it? 16th of March, is that not today? Or am I... 26th. I don't think so. It'll be today when we release it. Oh. (laughs) Mick, you got me talking. uh, You got me thinking. I got the Kalula. Yep. You can't cool. really see it because of the stupid green screen, but it's the uh, distiller's edition, and they did have it on special at um, oh, what's it called? <clears throat> Not Uncle Dan's, the other one. First choice, first choice liquor. They had it on special there for ninety bucks for a while, and normally one hundred and fifty. So I made um, made quite a few trips there to grab some, and mate, it is purely sensational for a peep. I'm a big fan of the Kalula and everything that they do. And uh, it's probably one of my favourites up there with um, Lagavulin and uh, Lafroy and Ardbeg. But I think, I don't know, I've always had a soft spot for Kalula and it's one of my favourites. Guys, I've had two warm-ups. What do you reckon? Should I try this Blackgate 65.8% peated? (laughs) Go on. Get a smack in the face. You're going to sleep yeah. well tonight. Mm, it'll need water, won't it? No. <laughs> no. Well, you might need water. It probably does. You might need water tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> does the whiskey or Mick need water? Yeah. Nah, I don't know, Mick. I reckon uh, you might want to say that for our peated podcast. Well, that's a good point. You can too, open yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, save it for that. My missus just made me some ceviche and being a little bit too much chilli in there. I need something. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bloody hard work. Oh, on, so buddy. a bit of, of 65%. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to help that? Yeah. I don't know. There's yeah. a palate cleanser. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably some. They're going to be queuing up to get on the Banner Over Whiskey podcast, sitting there ceviche, mate. Look, geez. Yeah, what? You, you could, you could oh. probably start with putting the toilet paper in the freezer for, for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Large wheel oh. nanny guy ceviche, you know. Usually, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. usually you'd use i got large meal. i got some nanny guy for us to for, for me to cook and stuff like that. Sorry. Cool. All right. Well, on that note, I think we should wrap this up. We've had a we've had a really good evening with uh, 
with finding out what's in everyone's glass. And uh, although we lost Vic, pretty good. Um, yeah, it's uh, Vic will be back for the next one, no doubt. Firing on all all guns again, which is uh, this is yeah. why we love him. So um, yeah, thanks for listening. And if you guys want to say anything, feel free. Yeah, I'll say t- as well. We, if you want to flick us a email, our email address is banter over whiskey podcast at gmail.com and um, flick us an email. Tell us yeah, where or, shit. Don't tell can, us where shit. You can always yeah. you can always catch us on Instagram, banter over yeah. whiskey podcast. Um, That's right. Or any any one of us, you can you can flick us a message on the Instagram or. Um, and whatever, and um, let us know what you want to hear or what you want to see, and um, see us talk about, and we can we can see what we can do. Mm-hmm.